what is up this is take it or leave it we are chilling in our what do we call this studio sounds too too sounds nicer than what it is uh we are we're chilling in the recording room aka the guest room aka my gaming room aka the storage closet room yeah essentially all right so yeah, this is, no, no this is the the Lexi doesn't care what happens to this room room room. So there's the sports memorabilia everywhere. There's a closet full of God knows what. I mean, old school like dorm chairs. There's a guitar in there. Yeah, just, the, the point is it's not a studio. That's the point here. So uh, welcome back to Take It or Leave It. Uh, we are excited for this episode. I did mention in a tweet that we have a big announcement for today. We're going to just go over it right now. It's not that big. It's kind of, it's kind of big. It's huge. It's <laughs> it's going to be huge. It had to be there, didn't it? Yeah. yeah. Only the locals will know. Maybe we can find it and like post it on the Twitter. It's That'd be pretty funny, yeah. Anywho, uh, the announcement is that we, we the past two weeks since NFL has been back, um, we've been prepping for the episode, and it just seems like there is a ton to go over, and now we've went over a lot, two weeks a in lot, a row. A lot. Yeah, we try to stick to an hour or less. We went over the past two weeks in a row. We are going to go over tonight, especially with this rambling to start, and um, so we are going to go to two episodes starting next week. We will record on Monday nights as well as Thursday nights, so Thursdays will stay. Mondays will, will be added, uh, so there'll be two episodes a week, Mondays. Uh, we're hoping this will keep it to between 30 and 45 minutes. We'll see what happens. Um, Mondays will be, what did we say? Mondays will be college, college because the Monday night game will haven't will not have happened yet. So Monday nights will be college football strictly. And then obviously if, during other sports season when basketball starts, we can do a little basketball too. Um, and then Thursday nights will be strictly NFL. Um, we I don't know if this is a year-round thing, but it's going to be for now because we need it. We, we need the extra time. There's just too much to go over. Too much information, and it's it's too much to pack into one episode to where we start missing very important things because of time restrictions. And we lose our kind of conversational time, too. Yeah. So uh, we so, like to sit on some stuff for yes, a little while. This is so. to give you guys the appropriate, appropriate amount of time based on each subject, so that way you can fully enjoy it. Yes. Um, also, it's an hour and 15, hour and a half of recording is a, is going to sound funny but it's it's a long time to sit here in this chair and just talk for about sports it's fun but um, i mean it'll help us out too to get to get a little bit better content hopefully yep perfect so this is for you and i pointed at you the understood you aka my mic yeah you are the mic be the mic well be the mic okay be like mike m-i-c anywho (laughs) um after saying all that Buckle up for another hour plus episode tonight because this is uh, gonna be the last one for a while. So um, enjoy it. We are obviously like last week gonna start with the NFL. It is king right now. It is in full swing. Um, about to be three weeks in. So let's kind of recap last week's games as quickly as possible, and then we'll get to some stories and um, have a good time with it. So first game up, we'll start with the Thursday night game from last week: Tampa Bay at Carolina. Uh, so Carolina. Had to have won this one, right? I mean, they had a tough Rams matchup last week, so I mean, they That's need ri- this win. Tampa Bay's rough is a really bad team, so so clearly another home, second home game came in a row. They're not going to lose two home games in a row, right? 
You wouldn't think so. You wouldn't think so. Wrong. Tampa Bay comes in, and honestly, this was defense. Uh, they shut Christian McCaffrey down to 37 rushing yards, as well as I think only two receptions. Two receptions for 16 yards. And that's the big story here is they shut him down. Cam Newton did throw over 300 yards, but it was on, hey. Hi. <laughs> it was on an abysmal less than 50% completion percentage with uh, 25 out of 51 as far as throwing goes. So rough game for the Panthers. They are now 0-2. The Bucks pick up a win. They're 1-1, and so good for them. So this was stopped. The reason that the... Uh, Buccaneers won this is because they were stopped. The the Panthers were stopped on their uh, on the Buccaneers two. So it was fourth down and goal from the two, and it was a defensive stop to Christian McCaffrey. Correct. Yes. See, I love Christian McCaffrey, and I'm all for you know under three yards, even on fourth down, give it up the middle to the running back. He's not he's not the one to be, and he he can be. I don't want to call him a power back because it's kind of laughable with his size. He's not a power back. He's a he's strong. More like a speed back. He is a speed really back. good hands. Very good hands. He's a and he can be strong. He can break tackles. It's not. I'm not saying that he can't. He's not a up the middle go against nine in the box on fourth and goal right. from the two. And so um, that'd be more I, like a Zeke. Yeah, or Cam. Yeah, let Cam power it in. I mean, he's done it many times. So, yeah. anyways. Next game up, uh, the Dol- uh, we're going to start because these are going to be the 1 o'clock games on Sunday. We're going to start with my team, the Dolphins. My question after this 43-0 to zero loss to the Patriots is, are they, well, at this point, do we start watching for them being the worst team of all time? Or do we start watching them being the best franchise rebuild of all time? They do have, I believe, 15 picks in this coming draft with three of them being in the first round. Two potentially in the top ten, depending on how Pittsburgh responds to Big Ben's injury this year. I mean, if they if they tank, if they kind of crap out because of Big Ben's injury, they could potentially get two first round picks, but or two top ten picks. But no, I, I truly have never. So every year going into the season, I know in the back of my head, like we're not a good team. The Dolphins are not a good team, but we're we're competitive. We can go out and win eight, nine, maybe ten, sneak into the playoffs. This year, I had no thought of that. This year, I, this year, I knew we were going to be bad, and we were just as ba- about as bad as I thought we were going to be, and it's it's awful. I've never seen a team this inept and unable to move the football, unable to keep the football, and unable to stop the other team from moving the football and keeping the football. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. I just, I'm not going to comment because I feel so bad. <laughs> I can see the pain in your eyes for me, and I'll accept that, so... Uh, be on the lookout dolphins i'm predicting it now they could go down worst team of all time i I can't see a game on our schedule that we win so look out for them being the worst team of all time here we go Uh, 49ers quietly dominant this year right pretty surprising it is because you think of 2-0 teams and even though we know they're 2-0 and we know they kind of dominated both games by i believe the first game they won by two scores second game i think they won by three or four scores you don't think Oh, 49ers are one of those undefeated teams right now. You think... Especially with how bad Jimmy G did in preseason. Ah. Everyone is ready for them to tank. I mean, he was even bad in his first game. He was pretty good this past week. Three touchdowns, one interception, over 250 yards, I think. So, pretty good game. But, I mean, their running game is stellar. Their defense looks pretty good. Um, Yeah, they, they are... They're just... They kind of look good. Kyle Shanahan's doing a good job there. 
surprisingly again. <laughs> All right. Uh, Chargers drop an ugly game versus the Lions, 13-10. to 10. I believe they led most of the game. Matt Stafford. That's a game I'd be willing to bet. Like I don't know what the over-under was, but that's a game I'd be willing to bet the over-under on just because Matt Stafford passes consistently. And, um, you know, Phillip Rivers is a good uh, commander on the field. You know, I would just expect it a little bit more than a 13 to 10. Well, yeah, no, I think knowing the two quarterbacks, you probably would bet the over most of the time on that. And it's like way under what it probably was set at. So that's wild. Uh, Detroit is now 1-0-1. And and the Chargers 1-1. Just weird season so far. Very weird. Nothing seems to be lining up when you're checking like standings and scores. You're like, what's happening? (laughs) Bills are 2-0. You know, and Pittsburgh's 0-2. What? Right. What? It, it's, it doesn't make sense. Anywho, uh, Packers, I, I put a question mark here. Packers are good? Like, really good? Maybe? It's because of their defense. And because I told you not to get your hopes up about the Vikings. Here's the thing, though. Don't get your hopes down on the Vikings. I think the Packers are really good. The Vikings have a top five offense, or defense, rather. And the Packers looked really good at the beginning, but you guys shut them down after that. I mean, 21 points against Aaron Rodgers, is that's good. How many points did he have against the Bears? That's the best defense in the league. <laughs> that's that's tough, dude. Yeah. Like, no offense to the Vikings, top five defense. I don't think anybody sniffs the Bears defense, honestly. Maybe yeah. the, the, the Ravens. But even they have kind of played soft teams so far, so... Don't sleep on your Vikings. You'll be... I mean, 21-16 division rivalry... Against Aaron Rodgers. Nothing like the Bears-Packers rivalry, though. It's not. I mean, the Bears-Packers might and be... And that score is a lot better. No. It was 10-3. Yeah, exactly. They only let up 10 points. Yeah, but it was 21-16. So if you want to look at it that way, you only lost by 5. The Bears lost by 7. Yeah. <laughs> I think you guys are okay. You guys yeah. got a great running game. Kirk Cousins concerns me. Yeah, I don't know what's happening because I thought that was going to be really good for you guys with, with the was pieces he, 14 around. Fourteen of thirty-two. It was not good. Something like that. Jeez, it, it was not that's good. That's embarrassing. And with the with the the pieces and the the weapons he has around him, right? And a defense like that. Diggs you, and Thielen are both solid wide receivers. Oh, more Kyle solid. Kyle, Kyle Rudolph is a, a decent tight end. He's you know? a solid. I'd say he's solid tight end. Diggs and Thielen both top fifteen to twenty receivers. Obviously, Thielen top ten wide receiver. Diggs probably top fifteen. Um, you should probably be able the to... highest rated wide receiver duo uh, currently. Pretty close, yeah. Well, pretty close. Probably not anymore now that Gordon and Brown are together in New England. But still, if you put it based on like production last year, I think they're easily the best wide receiver duo. Yeah. Duo because you look at Jarvis and and Odell. Odell's got the production pretty good. Jarvis kind of fell off last year and definitely this year. And then uh, same with Josh Gordon. Not, he was productive when he played last year, but he's kind of not been able to play it a ton. So you should be able to slip in a quarterback to the Vikings and then just go to the playoffs. So Kirk Cousins is concerning, but let's yeah. see what happens the rest of the season. Again, that, that could be a potential wild card game right there where, well, some type of playoff game. You guys could make a wild card. It looks like at this point the, the Packers have a good shot at winning your division, unfortunately, yeah. to, for you. <laughs> but... That could be a potential first-round matchup, maybe second-round matchup. I don't know. Really interesting. Um, Colts-Texans. No, no, no. Colts-Titans. That's why I got tongue-tied, because I put Colts, 
Titans and then parentheses I put Texans will push for playoff spot because the Colts played the Titans. Colts won 19 to 17, very close game, but both teams have looked really good, especially considering the Colts are on their second string, which is now their their starting quarterback, right, Jacoby, Jacoby Brissett. Uh, he's been playing well. He looks good. Like it looks like they're not going to be as good. Like with Andrew Luck, I think it's a sure in for the playoffs. Right. Jacoby Brissett's. Uh, I think they're a playoff team. They look really good. Um, obviously close loss last week to the Chargers. But again, that's the that's what's weird about this league right now is Chargers beat the Colts. Now the Colts go beat the Titans, who the Titans obliterated the Browns. Yeah, they're actually putting up a fight. Titans look pretty good too. Yeah. I, it's really weird. To, uh, there's a lot of parity besides. It's kind of like besides the top and the bottom. So like besides KC or Kansas City mm-hmm. and the Patriots, there's really not a lot of parity there. They're kind of the best in the league, right? Pretty easily, right? And then the Dolphins and like <laughs> there's everything in between those three teams though. Like anybody can win a game, I think, against anybody. Yeah. Now maybe the Jets without Darnold. J- I think uh, Jets are falling. Hanging out with the Dolphins. I don't know about that. I Dude, still think I, they're in a class I think, above us. I think they'll split. I think they'll split this year. I do not. I just can't see it. I just we'll have to see. I'd be shocked. It would be won by the Dolphins' defense. Good luck. No Minka Fitzpatrick now. Quote me on this. All right, we're quoting you on this. Okay. I. I uh, Bills are the only competition for the Pats in the. AFC East. Bills Mafia. 28 to 14 against the Giants. Obviously, the Giants, not great, but um, they've now won two games pretty. Not, again, we're not going to say easily because the Jets was a shootout. Well, <laughs> not a shootout. It was a late game push by the Bills to win that game, but um, it did never feel like the Jets had that game. Honestly, it just felt like the Bills were trying to lose it, and at the end, we're like, okay, we'll win it, you know? It yeah. kind of felt like it, they were in control. It was a weird game. It was. So, uh, Bills, and what I mean by competition is they are not competition for the Patriots. Absolutely not. But they're the only team that could put, I think they're the only team in the East that could potentially split with them this year. Like, they might be able to beat the Patriots at home. Maybe. Probably not. Unlikely. Unlikely. Patriots will probably go 6-0 and this year in conf- or in division. But uh, Bills are the only chance. And I think the Bills have a chance at a, at a wild card. I'll, I'll throw them in there with the Titans, Texans, and Colts. Um, I'm sorry, not Texans for wild card. I think the Texans will win their division. I think the Titans, Colts, and, Colts. and will fight for a wild card with the, the Bills. Will fight for one as well. Anyways, moving on. Uh, where were we? Cowboys or no Steelers? Yeah, Steelers. Steelers better with Rudolph. They did. Now this might be shocking because the the Steelers were winning. With when Ben was in, Big Ben was in, and then obviously kind of lost the game when Rudolph was in. But the offense was much more productive with Rudolph. It was just kind of like no one was productive, and the Colts just happened to be winning. I'm sorry, the Steelers just happened to be winning when Big Ben was in. Rudolph came in, the offense looked good. He had a good game. I think he had over 200 yards, mm, close to 200 yards, two touchdowns and a pick. So you know, but I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he takes his team to the playoffs. Another team that could fight for a wild card because it looks like the Ravens in that division are going to take it. Right. I wouldn't be surprised if he fights for a wild card spot. Because they're sitting 0-2 right now, so they're going to have to they really are. fight for it. They are, but people forget how good Rudolph was in college. And again, it's a different sport, but he's a he's 6'5". He's probably close to 230. So he's, why didn't John Elway get him? <laughs> well, 
he probably wanted him. He was probably salivating for him and just couldn't have his way. I guess who knows? Because you know anything above six five, that's his guy. <laughs> uh, but no, I mean he he's a super strong arm. I believe he threw for nine thousand yards in his last two seasons at um Oklahoma State. Pretty sure. Don't quote me on that. Another thing that I found out today, interesting fact. He's reunited with his number one receiver from Oklahoma State, James Washington, who is also a Steeler. He's like their third on their depth chart for for wide receivers. It would be Juju, has to be Juju Moncrief, and then then Washington. So uh, look out for the Steelers. I know they're zero and two, but but um, watch out for them. They look good with them. The Seahawks are off to a two and zero start, first time since their Super Bowl season. So again, they've lost two games, one to Seattle, who could potentially be fighting for a Super Bowl spot or at least an NFC championship spot in the NFC. And then who'd they lose to last week? To the New England Patriots. That's right. They were crushed. Yeah. Okay, so that was a blowout. But again, Patriots and Chiefs just are head and shoulders above everybody. So Different league, dude. Different leagues. So I, I don't think the Steelers are done. Keep an eye out for them. Uh, what we got next, Easty? We got the Cowboys, which you believe they will win the NFC East. I think so. And my only reasoning, because the only other competition there for them, well, clearly, is the Eagles. Who Giants are, are a, what? A roller coaster. The, exactly. That's my only reasoning for predicting this, is the Red, Redskins are a mess. Giants are a mess, and the Eagles, and I'll get to this, I actually put it here, let's just skip to the Eagles as well, but Eagles are the most inconsistent team in the league, question mark. I mean, they've got to be. They are getting killed by the Redskins last week just to come back and win the game. Then, don't look like they can do anything against Atlanta, and then almost come back and win, but then they can't at the end, because Hagelor drops a ball. I mean... And, and you know who? I'm sorry. Yeah, Aguilar. Yeah, what would you say? Nelson. Who's Nelson? Yeah, Nelson, yeah, yeah. Nelson Aguilar. Yeah, sorry. So, and you know who I kind of blame for it? Carson Wentz, because he's like I think he's the most inconsistent quarterback in the league. He's got all this talent, and he can't play in the first half. Like I don't, I don't get it. We're a second half team. We're a second half team. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that guy at Buffalo Wild Wings told us, but. It's just wild. So, anyways, the Cowboys have looked like a, like a full team this year. And kind of the thing that was holding them back was Dak being elite. Dak looks elite. I'm not going to say he is elite yet. He's playing for a paycheck. Maybe. I, I don't know what it is. I mean, and that could be part of it. he's going to get it. Oh, yeah. It probably for the season then. So, I mean, he looks good. Zeke looks good. The defense looks good. The receivers look good. Their O-line still probably the, the best in the league. I mean, the team looks really, really good this year. So, I, that, that's that's my... That's my prediction for that division. Anywho, uh, next Ravens will win the AFC North. I think at this point it's kind of that. Just I feel like everybody kind of feels that way, even Steelers fans at this point. Um, Being Owen too. Yeah, well that and, and like I said, they're Browns not done are one yet. And one. Browns are one on one, but they just don't look like we thought what we thought they'd look like. On paper, they still look fantastic. They do, but they're but... not. They're not clicking yet. They're like every once in a while, like, oh wow, that was great, and then other times you're like, 
why is Freddie Kitchens in the NFL in this position? No, that's for sure. Freddie, they look like the worst coach team in the league. But Baker, I'm not gonna lie, it looks like he's doing one of those sophomore slumps. Yeah, I don't think he's a bad quarterback, and I think he'll be. I think he'll be a fine quarterback in his career, unless he picks it up this year. Though it, it, they can't go anywhere. He, he's got to play like he did last year. Well, probably really needs to play a little better even than last year, even though he had a good good season. But yeah, definitely needs to um, be better than last year. But yeah, so so I can't see that. I, I like the Ravens over their their defenses. Stingy. Their uh, Lamar Jackson took that next step. It appears. Holy cow! They've got receivers. I mean, they've got a running back. Mark Ingram looks really good. So, um, yeah, I like the Ravens as they win. I guess we're not. It's funny. I'm going through each team that like impressed me in the game. We haven't really even recapped the games. Um, they won 23-17 against Arizona, so that could be a little concerning. It was Arizona. But I do think Arizona is better than we're giving them credit for. I think Kyler yeah. looks looks as good as we can ask him to at this point with that team. So yeah. I think they are better. Uh, next up, Deshaun Watson. Whew, he runs for his life, man. It is scary. I mean, he came out last week, what, twice, I think, getting his back looked at. And then obviously we know last year he played with a partially collapsed lung, hit most – most than or more sacked more than any other quarterback last year sacked more than any other quarterback this year so far but boy is he talented uh, that Jags defense was stingy and I think they deserve that win Doug Marone went for it on for or went for the two-point conversion to win the game yeah. and and I mean at first my first reaction was what an idiot and then I was like if he would have made it we would have called him smart like I mean, that's ballsy like he went for it and he won he didn't get it and he did what you should have done, right? I mean, he gave it to Leonard Fournette, your big bruiser. Yeah. And so would I have preferred a play-action bootleg? Yes. But is that what you want to do against J.J. Watt? I mean, I don't know. Maybe it was the right decision. They just It didn't turn out in their favor. So uh, I don't think the Jags are done yet. I don't think they'll be a playoff team this year. But I, I think I think Minshew will be okay for them. I really yeah. like him a lot. He's got swag, plays really well, plays hard, plays smart. Um. I don't know. You like Minshew? Uh, I do. I, I do like what he's doing in the league right now. But he still needs to be better to win some games. I mean, that 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 was really not the right play call. I mean, even if they would have went for it and made it, it wouldn't have been the right play call, but it would have been a winning play call. What would you but have liked to see there? A field goal. Overtime. Oh, okay. You're saying the, the two-point conversion in general, yeah. not just the yeah. up the Okay. Um. I mean, why not? You've played them that close this whole game. Why not? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Trust Especially this early in the Trust year. Trust your defense. I mean, it's early in the year to be doing that. I feel like it's like maybe like week 11 and you're on the cusp of a wild card spot and you win this game and you're kind of in that wild card spot. But Say, then if, you know, I don't know, maybe go, for, I don't know. If you're sitting 1-0 and right now and uh, the Texans are sitting 0-1, that gamble makes more sense to me. But you're 0-1 and the Texans are 1-0. So you're just basically tr- giving them a two-game lead exactly. <laughs> in the division. Yeah. Like this, yeah, it's this important game, man. Like, yeah, it's true. Play it smart. Yeah, I agree. I think I agree with that. Uh, so they lose 13-12 to to the Texans. Texans win their first, lose a heartbreaker to New Orleans last week. Uh, Texans will be fine. They will more than likely uh, win that division. Pat Mahomes is a cheat code. Yeah? He is 
literally practicing no look passes in game. Like I mean, he's practicing during live games. That first quarter, I was like, "Oh my gosh, the Raiders might beat the Chiefs." Yeah, you're saying he looks human. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because he had, you know, I mean, I think he was like seven of ten for like only forty yards, no touchdowns, no picks. One quarter later, literally at halftime, four touchdowns, over 350 yards. I mean, are you kidding me? Up 28-10. And then the rest of the game just flew by. It was like, it almost felt like they just took a knee every every possession because the game was over. That was probably the quickest NFL game in history, I feel like. I mean, it did not take, I don't think it took three hours. And usually NFL games are 3-15, 3-20. That game had to have been two hours and 45 minutes, and it was just over just like that. Nobody else scored in the second half, but it doesn't matter. That's yeah. what's that's what else that's also crazy that he put up that stat line in one quarter. Yeah. Like he didn't score the rest of the game and he still had he probably will win AFC player probably did win. I, I didn't look AFC player of the week. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. So ridiculous. Uh Bears cannot get to a Super Bowl with Mitch Trubisky. They beat the Broncos 16 to 14, but as we know, the Broncos are bad. The Bears are supposed to be this playoff team, potential NFC championship contender. 16 points. That's what they scored. Three last week or two weeks ago. I mean, Trubisky can't he can't do it. He's their downfall. He honestly. is. He, he can't throw the ball. And it's it, that's not true. He had a one big throw that actually won the game for, for them. But he can't throw the ball down the field. He can't. You can't tell him, hey, we need you to go out there and throw 35 times this game and throw three touchdowns and win this game, can't do it. So they are as limited as he is, and they will probably still make the playoffs because of how good their defense is, and they'll win these 16-14, to 10-3, 10-7, 17-14, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's They can't win a Super Bowl with Mitch Trubisky. Do you agree with that? They say that defense wins championships, but... <laughs> You also need to score to win. And their defense is good, but they're a three-and-out defense. They're not a turnover defense. No, they're going to give you as many possessions as possible, and if you take those possessions and can't score with them, what's it good for? Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, what's I mean, the defense good for? Their, their defense is good at stopping the other opponent, not necessarily like taking the ball. It's gonna, you know, turnovers, turnovers could turn into touchdowns for the defense, and then they could win games that way. But there you go. So that defense needs to be offense. Yes. Khalil Mack, quarterback. Think about it. Think Running about it. back. Receiver. Tight end. Fullback. Dude. Him and Miles Garrett just look different. Yeah. You see them next to left tackles. And, the, and left tackles are like supposed to be like these athletes that are just stupid big. And, and they make these left tackles look small. Oh, my gosh. Um, Drew Brees. And the Saints take an L, 27-9 at the Rams. Does I mean, the score does not show, I mean, it'll tell that game. That game was very close until Drew Brees went out early. We'll talk about that a little bit more later. Uh, Rams, you know, finish it off. Who was the, did you have someone that stuck out to you in that game? Because I've got one. Showed you that. Oh, well, Teddy Bridgewater stuck out, but not in a good way. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's not false. Um... Cooper Cup, man, was a stud. He's excellent. I mean, what a player. He can take a three-yard pass and make it 60 yards. 
Um, incredible. So, yeah, uh, Rams win that 27-9. Saints aren't done. I don't love my Super Bowl pick this year, though, of New England against New Orleans. I had Kansas City, New Orleans. Yeah. So, I mean, that's still a solid pick. Like I said, I don't know who will win that matchup against New England and KC. I, I don't. So, that's still – oh, no, I'm sorry. You just said New Orleans. <laughs> I thought KC, and I thought I didn't I didn't listen to the second one. So, yeah, no, you're screwed, too. Yep. I, can't, I, I don't know if they can make – the playoffs like this and they're I'm gonna trying have to, to put think a of lot anyone or what who else people had put in there that even seem reasonable because i feel like we're gonna go philly. down to score philly but even that kind of no, feels off reasonable. now yeah <laughs> Did, was there any dallas in there because i that's not out of the question this year i think there might have been one that actually. is not out of the question this year yeah. not gonna say it because it sounds absurd because they haven't been in since the 90s but hey the dolphins haven't been since the 80s so but no one's vikings haven't been since Never mind. <laughs> uh, did you see that guy, speaking of Dolphins in the 80s, a guy bet $10 to win five grand. He put it on the Dolphins going to the Super Bowl. I mean, it's just 10 bucks. 10 bucks. I mean, obviously, it's already done, but <laughs> yeah, I thought it was pretty funny. Anywho, uh, Eagles, we talked about this. Most incons- We already talked about this. Most inconsistent team lost to the Falcons 24-10. Twenty-four twenty. Yeah, sorry, twenty-four to twenty. Very close game. My bad. And then the Jets are bad with Darnold. This is what I put. So they lose to the Browns, twenty-three to three. Jets are bad with Darnold. Terrible without Darnold. And even worse without Simeon. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Add that. Put that down. Scratch. Scribble out your note. Uh, bad with Darnold. Terrible without Darnold atrocious without Simeon. I don't know why I had to say it like that. I don't either. It just felt right. Yeah. It put me in the mood. Oh. I understand. Whoa. All right. So that's the recap this week. That only took 30 minutes. Yeah. So um, let's jump through these stories. We already talked about a few of them, so we'll kind of like breeze through them. No pun intended. Oh. But Drew Brees is out, out for, I think they're saying like five First to thumb. six weeks, something like that. Yeah, for his <laughs> First thumb, broken hands, hey, broken thumb, whatever it is. That's true. Um, so yeah, like we said, that team don't doesn't look good without him. Big Ben done for the season, elbow surgery. Dunzo. I told you, dude. One day he's just gonna get sacked and disintegrate. <laughs> it could happen. Market Ma- uh, Mason Rudolph will have this team looking okay. I think with Mason Rudolph, they could potentially go ten and six. Hmm, not too bad for a season. I don't think so. So uh, especially let's... starting zero and two. Yes. Wow. So they would have to go ten, 10 and, and four. four from here on out, and I I think they can do it. I think it's possible. I do. I do. Okay. I do. Uh, Trevor Simeon done for however long they said. I think he's done for the season too. Pretty sure. It looked way worse than what they made it sound. Like an ankle. Yeah, they made it sound like oh, he just twisted his ankle. But yeah, it looked bad. I think it's bad. I'm pretty sure he's out for the season. So they'll look to Luke Falk until. Sam Darnold can come back from this kissing disease. Gordon Ram or Gordon Ramsay, <laughs> heck yeah, make me a meal. Jalen Ramsey, on the other hand, requests a trade right after the game. Right after the game, and I was trying to search like what Doug Marone said to him because when you watch the video, yeah, they get in each other's faces, and yeah. he says something, and then Jay, that's when Jalen Ramsey reacts. Not only that, but the two players next to Ramsey before Ramsey up. reacted, they got up to like get between them so yeah. what did he say i don't know 
and I looked for it anywhere, and it wouldn't come up. And mm-hmm. it's like you would think, especially Ra- Ramsey being that volatile hothead that he he'd, is, like he'd put you would think he would put it out, out there. there. Yeah, I yeah, think he might so, after after the yeah, trade. He could. So uh, a lot of suitors would, are looking like the Raiders, the uh, Kansas City Chiefs. A strong one right now. People are thinking is the Seattle Seahawks. Oh, well, that'd be good. That for them. could be good for them because their defense already looks pretty good. But uh, that'd be nice. Yeah, that'd be nice. But I think I saw that uh, the Jags are looking for a first round for him and possibly more. So let's be real. If it's a first round for a first round or even a first round and swap a couple other picks around, it's worth it. He's mm-hmm. a first round talent. I mean, because that's the thing when you're trading picks. If I'm trading you the pick and I'm already a good team, if the player I want, if I think, okay, for instance, Jalen Ramsey, can you draft somebody better than Jalen Ramsey? It's going to be freaking hard to do. You, that's the thing is you won't know. And you hell have no idea. There is, it's, it's all up to speculation. With Jalen Ramsey, you're giving them your first round pick, which is probably going to be for the Seahawks 20 and up beyond. So 21 through 32, wherever, right. probably not 32, we'll say 21 through 29, you're not going to get a Jalen Ramsey there, first of all. Nope. You're, you're not going to get someone that you think is going to be like Jalen Ramsey there, let alone have any idea if he will. You know Jalen Ramsey's good. Give up the first round pick. Yeah, yeah I agree. Now, if it's give us a first and a second or two firsts, let's hold up and think about this. Mm-hmm. But if it's a first and give us a fifth, first give us a sixth. And we'll give you a seventh. Like, do it immediately. Yeah. Just do it. It's worth it. Yep. I mean, he, he's generational. Uh, what else? Minka Fitzpatrick lands in Pitt uh, with Pittsburgh. So as a Dolphin fan, like Easton said, and I heard someone else say it really well today as well. Um, if you're the Dolphins, yeah, you suck, but at least you got a plan. You know, it, and it might not work. It might be a terrible plan, but at least you got something. Like, whereas some teams in the league really don't know what they're doing, at least... We know what we're trying to do. We're trying to go get the best quarterback in the draft this year. We've got 15 draft picks for this year, and we, <laughs> you know what I mean. And yeah. three of them happen to be in the first round. So at least we we know what direction we're trying to go. We know we're trying to get a quarterback and probably get him an offensive lineman or two in the first round as well. You know what I mean? Yeah. Especially giving up Tunzel. So again, that part of the plan I don't get. Um, yeah, the Tunzel one did throw me off. It does. I mean, I mean. Um... Kenny Stills, that that didn't really bother me that much. Yeah, he was he was a really good receiver, but a quarterback makes a receiver. Exactly. I mean, look so at that didn't bother me too much. The two great example, excuse me, the two great examples are Tom Brady and Russell Wilson. Has there really been like they've always had receivers that you're like those are pretty good receivers, but it's like well, are they? Because they haven't really been anything before or after them. You know See, what I mean? That's what I've also thought about Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, agreed. I mean, agreed. Randall Cobb's kind of doing something in Dallas, but I mean, like Greg Jennings was great for the Packers, came out of the Vikings, and didn't Nothing. do much. And then he came to the Dolphins and didn't do anything. Yeah. It, it's a hundred percent. I totally agree. So, so yeah, uh, get your quarterback. Yeah. Get something now. Where the Laramie Tunzel thing throws me off is he loved the organization and he wanted to be there. And out when he went out the door, he was hugging everybody. Minka Fitzpatrick did not want to be there from the start, and it just no. It basically, it was said by local reporters that it couldn't have been mended. There's no way possible it could have been mended. So go get what you can for him, and a first round pick is great. Yeah, because is he going to be end up being a first round? You know, we got him in the first round. He's very good. Has he showed it yet? No, because he's been on a bad team. But it's good for the Steelers. Good for us. I I don't mind that one. 
Tunzel thing I'm still pretty upset about. But anyways, yeah. at least we're going somewhere. Yeah, especially now that Rosen's your starter. <laughs> oh, boy. I feel bad for that guy. Yeah. Oh. Uh, Jamal Adams unfollows the Jets on Instagram. Ooh, petty. Petty. So where could he end up? You know what I mean? Like, I mean, he... Not that he's requested anything yet, but it's it, that's not a good sign, especially so with the guys. So he was fined by them or by by the league? By the league. Okay. That was frustrating. So wait, why is he unfollowing the Jets? Um, I don't think he likes. Probably similar to Minka Fitzpatrick, he doesn't, doesn't like love the how they're using him. Yeah. Probably doesn't like where the team is headed right now. Um, it could also be, you know, I mean, I don't know. You look at these kids that come from winning programs in college, and they go to these teams that aren't winning. And sometimes it's like, oh, just shut up and play. But it's like all other times they could be telling you something like this team isn't run very well. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Keep an eye on that. We already went over injuries. Uh, another Saints blown call. Did you see that? Yeah, the strip. <sighs> Bad. So strip sack. Cam Jordan picks it up, goes for the touchdown. They blew the whistle dead saying it was incomplete. What do you know? It's not incomplete. It's a fumble, but they can't go back and give award the touchdown. I thought they could if there was nobody in front of them to make the tackle. I thought they kind of awarded the, the touchdown if you continued the play, which he did. You can't, and what do you know? I mean, obviously, would, would that touchdown have won the game? No, but it could have changed momentum. You know, you never know what happens. So kind of sucks for the Saints. They're all pissed off about it. Yeah. Um, Antonio Brown was the 72nd player to catch a regular season touchdown from Tom Brady. That's an interesting stat. I like it. I don't know if I could even name 72 different Patriot wide receivers. I would just try to name receivers from other teams and expect that they'd been on the Patriots at some point. Yeah, I'm going to answer this. I don't I could not. Answer so I mean like think about 72. that. Tom Brady's thrown wild. thrown 72 touchdown passes in the regular season to different people and that's exactly where we were at when we were talking about quarterback makes a receiver. Because I can name a few of his receivers, of course. You know, it's the, the big ones. But after that, like you, you... 72? Yeah, 72. That's a roster and a half that he's throwing <laughs> a touchdown pass to. This is incredible. Goodness gracious. Uh, Daniel Jones. So I was about to come on this podcast and say, hey, I'm calling it. Even though Eli's not playing atrocious. Kind of the same as last year. His numbers aren't bad, but he's just not doing it for the team. Yeah. I was going to say, I think Daniel Jones is going to be the starter by week five. He's going to be the starter by week three, people. Daniel Jones named the starter. So I'll be watching that game. Yeah. It's going to be an interesting watch. Does he pump juice back into them? Because they don't have a terrible defense. Well, it's not great. Defense has talent. But is he going to pump juice into that offense? Um, They've got players. Saquon, pretty good offensive line. Sterling Shepard when he's on the field. Um, let's see if he can pump some juice into there. Did you watch any of his preseason? No. He looked good. I, I watched like clips, but nothing nothing like a game. He I looked good. Game. Totally different from regular season, but let's see what happens. Last but not least, trailing on, on that, uh, Daniel Jones being named the starter. Do you believe Eli Manning is a Hall of Famer? Eli Manning? I would say no, but he's been around for so long that I think that he's put up the numbers to be considered. That's what's crazy is I think he has too. And I see a lot of flack that he's getting and and I guess analysts are getting for saying Cam needs to be benched, but then they're like defending Eli Manning. 
And people are like, how could you do that? And it's like, I look at the numbers. Since, including Sam's MVP season, they both thrown the same amount. Well, not really. Eli, so if you include Cam's MVP season in 2015 until today, they have both thrown, scratch that, until the end of last season. They both thrown 100 touchdowns. Eli's actually thrown 101. Eli's thrown one more pick than Cam since then. Uh, Eli has a three or four point better QB rating. He has way more yards, like almost a thousand more throwing yards. And I think Cam is averaging like 58% completion percentage and, and Eli's is like 64%. So, I mean, Eli has been a better quarterback than Cam. So I kind of get people defending Eli. Well, I mean, it's hard to argue with stats. Like if you're, if you're, if, like on paper, so yes, on paper, but that means he also did it on the field. So I mean, yeah, I mean he he performed like that on the field, but I mean another huge role that isn't a stat for a quarterback is leading your team and keeping your team together. Odell didn't want to be there. Yeah, but I don't know if that's Eli's fault. I think that's leadership. I think but, Odell hated the leadership there, and he said that he said that they tried to right, but do still, some things to him. You like as a quarterback, you have to mend that with your receiver, no matter who's doing what, and like the front off. Like I feel like that's that's huge for that that role to like reach out. I'll be honest, I don't mind people taking shots at Eli's performance or his play because he is old, and I think this is the right move. I think Daniel Jones should be the yeah. starter. Yeah. I won't take shots at his, at his leadership though, because I think he's been a good leader. I think he's he's done a good job at that. I mean. And especially in his prime, I think it's a different day and age. And like you said, he's an old quarterback having to deal with these young guys, like young guys. You know what I mean? So I don't know. But anyways, I, I'll throw this out. I think he should be not a first ballot, but I think he should be a Hall of Famer. And simply on this, and these are not even like statistical statistics. These are just career achievements. Uh, two times Super Bowl MVP, obviously. Mm-hmm. Both times beating the Patriots. One time beating the undefeated Patriots, who were, at the time, the best offense to ever be assembled. Um, which, obviously, you put a lot on their defense, of course, because he doesn't play defense. Um, and then he's seventh in career in passing yards and eighth in career passing touchdowns. So, I mean, I feel like if you're top ten at either of those, mm-hmm. let alone both of those, you've got an argument. You yeah. know, maybe, again, maybe not first ballot, but that's pretty impressive. Yeah, Two Super Bowls, two MVPs, both against the Patriots. And uh, and then seventh and eighth on those lists on passing yards, pass touchdowns. I think that's pretty good. So I'd say yes personally, but Willie, I don't know. We'll see. So along with our three Bs that we will bring at you later today, we are gonna throw in. We 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 thought it'd be fun to do NFL as well because NFL is a little tougher, a lot closer games or potentially should be closer games. Uh, so we're going to name this segment. It's going to be the same exact thing as 3Bs, but it's going to be cover 3. So kind of a little play on words there, as in cover the spread, as well as 3 being we'll, we'll do 3 games, except for this week we're doing a bonus because there was a game I really liked. Um, so basically when I was picking these games, I wanted to go with the ones I felt confident in, hopefully get us off to a really good start this week. <laughs> so the first game is the Dolphins at the Cowboys. Dallas is favored. <laughs> By 21 and a half points, which if you put that in perspective, if that was like a college game, that would actually be like probably close to 70 points in college. 
So a huge spread for an NFL game. Dallas favored by 21.5. And, and then the over-under is 47.5. I like to go first okay. for this one simply because it's almost satirical or, or um, facetious, but it's not. I am being totally serious. Take Dallas heavy 21.5 points. They will win by more easily and take the over. I think Dallas might... They may score 49 on their own or 48 on their own. So take Dallas, take the over, and, of course, take Dallas to win outright. Yep. Dallas, cover, over. Okay. Because I think Rosen's going to put some points on the board. Okay, so Rosen's (laughs) going to help with that over. Okay. Let's go, Josh. All right, you can start this one. This is going to be... Oh, you give me the tough one, Saints Seahawks. I think all these are not tough. You just said you're going to try to give us some easy ones so you could get a good start. I think all these are easy, personally. You me. think these are easy? Well, I mean, I feel like the Seahawks are going to win because Drew Brees is out. There you go. But I don't feel like that's easy. It's not easy. Nothing's but, easy in the NFL when it's yeah. not the Dolphins. Uh, yeah, so I'm picking the Seahawks, but, Seahawks to cover, and I'm going to go... Well, wait, give us the spreads first. We don't... Oh, spread don't, is don't spread. Uh, Seahawks is favor- are favored by four. I'm going to have them cover that. And the over-under is 44 and a half, and I think I'm going to go with the under. Okay, I agree 100%. I think right. Seahawks win. It is in Seattle as well. It's a huge advantage, especially in Seattle. Um, 12th man. 12th man. I, I take Seahawks cover by four. Or it'll be more, obviously. I take Seahawks to cover, and I take the under as well. I think it'll be a nice, uh, it'll be, I don't know, 28-10, something like that. I think it's going to be a pretty easy game for the Seahawks just because I don't know if the Saints can score. So, And uh, our last real one before the bonus Rams at the Browns, so uh, the Rams visit Cleveland. L.A. is favored by 2.5. Now, keep in mind, that the home team gets a three-point advantage usually in Vegas, which means they're telling you that even on a neutral field, L.A. would win by 5.5 or would be favored by 5.5, and then in L.A. would be favored by 8.5. So really, that 2.5 favor is a lot more than what it appears because it's in Cleveland. Uh, so L.A. by 2.5. And the over-under is 50 and a half. I'm struggling with the over-under. I, I'm going to take L.A. By, to cover easy. I will as well. And then, oof. Because the, the Cleveland defense hasn't, well, against Tennessee, I'm going to take the over. I think the Rams score. It's also taking the over. Perfect. I think this, I think the, the Rams light it up. And, and I think the Browns will put a few points on the board too, so. And you want to go with the bonus? The bonus game is Pittsburgh at, or in, I guess, San Francisco. Um, San Francisco is favored by six and a half. So that's including that three-point uh, favor of so the home you, field advantage. Yeah, so on a neutral field, San Fran will be favored by three and a half. And, then, and the over-under is 43 and a half. And before you go, I'll give you this one. This one's a little tougher because of the, the injury situation. Right. I'll give you that. So... I'm going to go with the Steelers. Steelers and the points. I'm going to say that it's going to be under and that Niners win by three. Ooh, okay. So I agree with you on two. I don't know about the third yet. Um, I do believe I'm going to take Steelers and the points. Give the Steelers plus... Uh, six and a half. I don't. I'm going to take Steelers in the points, especially with not much tape on Mason Rudolph. He could have a good game. Yeah. 
Um, I'm going to take the under as well. I'm going to take the Steelers to get their first win. Okay. I'm going to take the Steelers. They um, have to be 10-4 and four for you, so this is... Yeah, yeah. I'll take Steelers to get their the first right win here. It's going to be tough because the, the 49ers are rolling, like we said, but I think the Steelers have one of those... I think this is one of those trap games for the Niners where they're off two hot... Like a really hot start, and they're going against the Steelers without Big Ben, struggling, and and, and a you know, young quarterback. We know nothing about, no tape, and I think the, the Steelers take the win, so... Um, so we only disagreed on one area, and that's just Steelers winning outright. So we'll, we'll come back next week and see how we did on our cover three. Got anything to say? No, anything I to wrap up the NFL? I thought, thought you were pausing for the transition. Womp, 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 womp. Uh, got anything else to say before we wrap up NFL? Um, No, not for NFL. All right. All right, here we go. College football. Let's breeze through this. We are 48 minutes in. I think we can get this done in under an hour 10. Okay. Let's, let's do, do it. this. Uh, we're going to breeze through this little recap. Number 21, Maryland, upset by Temple. Yes. I felt this in my soul, and I didn't yeah. take it. I took Maryland in my picks. Obviously, we didn't do them in the three Bs. All right. But in my college pick them, I took Maryland to cover, and I just I felt it because Temple plays specifically Maryland really well. Yeah. But I just thought this is a different Maryland team. They look good this year. Oh, rough. So they Temple wins twenty to seventeen. Next game uh, that we were mentioning was number fifteen UCF, and they beat Stanford forty-five to twenty-seven. My little note here. I'm not going to put the words in your mouth. My little note I didn't was put them in my mouth. I know you didn't. You skipped over it. Yep. But I'm I'm ready to say it for the first time ever. I'm ready to fold. I'm going to say UCF is for real. I like what they're doing this year. And not that Stanford is this really great team, but they're they're not a scrub. And just after, you know, they beat a great Auburn team last year in their bowl game, I'm just done fighting with it. I'm going to say UCF is for real. Part of this is because they'll probably go and lose now because I'm the curse. So um, I'll be able to go and say, hey, I take it back. No, for real. Number fifteen, UCF is for real. That they're probably gonna end up in top ten here pretty soon if they keep playing like this. So, I think they're a good team, but they have to get more uh, a stronger schedule. I guess that's a, I you know, that's true. I I do I do think they're a good football program, and they could hang in these in these higher you know um, conferences here. I guess yeah, yeah. In, in playing these the higher power fives. Yeah. yeah, but like. They they have to get a stronger schedule to prove that, but I understand that also scheduling is two to three years out. So now that they've had a good good team for two years, they're still another year or two out from their good schedule. Well, even now you're starting to see it. They weren't playing Stanford's before, you no. know what I mean? So I mean yeah. they're starting to see it a little bit. Yeah. So I mean they got they got Pitt this week, so that'll be a that, really that's good game one. for them. Another one, yeah, because Pitt Pitt's again not they're they're a little I'd say a little under Stanford, but yeah. but they're one of those teams that plays. Good, especially ranked they're, teams. They're tough. a gritty team. They are yeah. gritty. So, um, and then uh, I'm looking I mean, at, look at Penn State. Right now. The Penn State game last week, they were gritty in that yeah. game. So, yeah. I mean, and I'm looking at stuff. their schedule right now, trying to see who else. Like Cincinnati, kind of. They're more. Uh, if you're trying to think of like a good program, they're better in basketball. I would That's say true. than football. If they played UCF in but, basketball, we'll watch out. Yeah. They could bring back Taco Fall from the NBA. And yeah. Get him in but there. Uh, the only other game that I'm really like looking forward to see if seeing if they are real is Houston, and that's only because Houston put up a good fight week one. Yeah, 
Yeah. So no, I agree. It's getting a little tougher, but you're right. It's not there yet. It, but but, but at they the same are time, they are a good program. I won't say that they're not. Yeah. But I want to see them play somebody tough. So I, I hope that in this year they'll have another good bowl game like Auburn's they did last year. I was gonna say yeah, Auburn's bowl game. If you if you can win another good bowl game this year, yeah, we can't fake it anymore. You, I mean, you, there's you can't deny it at that point. No, can't do it. Uh, number twenty four USC, who had just we thought proven themselves by beating Stanford last yeah. week. Upset by BYU, thirty to twenty-seven. BYU is one of those annoying teams another that just comes in and upsets yeah. another team. Like they, they, they're like their whole season is just to like try their hardest to upset somebody. Yeah, and this is a slight. I mean, because it's twenty ranked twenty-fourth, right. USC. But I thought USC was on the way back. Yeah. Uh, like roadblock. So go yeah. ahead, next one. Uh, Big Ten number eighteen, Michigan State was upset by Arizona State, ten to seven. Look at all these three-point upsets. <laughs> ten to seven. Uh, that this, is upsetting. Yeah, I'll tell you. Was was this their soccer game, <laughs> dude? Ten to seven? Are you kidding me? No, it was baseball. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Just good bat. Good day on the bats. <laughs> <laughs> Number nine, Florida comes back. Powerhouse, Florida comes back again against an unranked team. The other being cruddy Miami can against Kentucky and wins twenty one to. No, wait, sorry, Kentucky trailing. Nope, Good you're, lord! You're I am wrong. just butchering this. Kentucky winning twenty-one to ten, entering the fourth quarter. The Gators come back, win twenty-nine to twenty-one. Twenty-one. The only what's the word defense I have for the Gators is their SEC. Is it's SEC? But that's it, dude. And like, okay, I'm sorry, Tucker, but I saw your tweet that said against all odds. Okay. There were zero odds going into this game that you guys were supposed to lose That's playing true. against an unranked Kentucky. That's true. All the odds were in your favor, so you're obviously with all odds. Yes, and okay, it was a fourth quarter comeback, but you guys should never have been losing in the first place if Maybe you guys are meant. as good. Maybe he meant with all the crap that they did to themselves against those odds. Oh, okay. Then I'm with you. All right. Did a lot of crap to yourselves. There, yeah, it, it, I just cannot believe that Florida skimmed by They're another unranked defeat. 3-0, and two games to barely beating Kentucky and Miami. Yeah. they. I'd, I'll be surprised if they – I even check if they're still top 10. But they. I don't think they I can think, be at this I point. I think they're 10th. Jeez. I'm not 100% on that. but They got to have a big win here soon to like make they do. that place. They do, and they will. You know they will. Yeah. They'll play a, a ranked SEC team or something and have a, either a very close game or win it. And Anyways, uh, next up, go ahead. Uh, number one, Clemson crushes Syracuse 41-6. to six. Um, Yeah, so this one, we just got, you know, Syracuse gives them problems. So it was good that they didn't take it lightly this time. They put yeah. it up. But even in that win, Trevor Lawrence, not good. Did not look good. Um, I mean, not, at least I'll just say he didn't look impressive. Five interceptions this season so far through three games. Hey. What? He is not my Heisman. No, he's not. He's not even on my <laughs> watch list. He's not even on my dark horse list, which I kind of cut out this year because Jerry Judy. Anyways, we'll talk about that later. In my opinion, this is how we'll end this segment. Those are our recaps of the kind of the games that caught our eye. And I ended it with this. In my opinion, through three weeks, there are, I think I have five teams here. Yes, five teams that I believe to be the best in the country, playing um, the most impressive football right now. And I have them in order, one through five. And those are LSU, 
playing great football. Fantastic football. Very Offense, competitive. Not only classic Very LSU tough. of defense and running the ball, they can throw the ball now, yep. which is scary. Joe Burrow might play himself into a top a first-round pick. I mean, <laughs> he looks good. I believe I actually know. I thought I might have put him in my, my Heisman watch list, but I didn't. Something to think about. Bama, number two. Mm-hmm. And that's simply, at first I had them like number four or five, and then I was like, Looking back at that, I was like, no, they're, you know, they're beating the South Carolinas like handily, yeah. and it's like, they're yeah, two. The, uh, only, the only time you've seen a struggle from Alabama this year was the first quarter of that Duke game. Mm-hmm. That was because of the suspensions. Suspensions, and they just look, they look, they look dominant again. Uh, number three, Oklahoma, and that's Lincoln Riley. A lot on the on Lincoln Riley and the play of Jalen Hurts. Their defense doesn't look terrible. It looks, it looks solid, and that offense just looks incredible. Clemson I had to put in because we've been saying Trevor Lawrence is struggling, but the defense yep. is not. <laughs> and they're still winning. And then, obviously, they're playing the Texas Techs, who look really good, and winning by two scores, yep. or, or close to two scores. So um, when I say close, I mean close to two touchdowns. That they're winning. They're beating those Texas Techs. And your guys, I know you don't want the hype train. I don't. But I, don't, I, I don't. love Wisconsin right now, and I know they've played two scrubs but even so you've allowed i mean you're right now you're the number one defense in every category and again two scrubs but usf's better than what we give them credit for Eh, maybe and uh you're just putting up huge points jt looks good this weekend this will this will could easily drop you out of this list because michigan though they've been struggling as well I expect you, and we'll talk, this is one of our three so we'll talk about it more. But this weekend's huge. Big Ten rivalry, yeah. I mean, this this is going to be my defining moment for this season. Yes, it's been fun and happy, go lucky for these first two weeks, but this this will make or break my season right here. It will. I mean, it's good. This is a big, and now you lose this if close, we, you can still get a playoff spot. You can still blah blah blah. blah. If we lose this by you more than win. two scores. I will be depressed. That's rough. Until next week. That's rough. Until next game day. That's rough. But if we lose by a score or lose by a game-winning drop, you know, like anything like that, okay, mm-hmm. cool. If we win by a score, I feel I feel good. If we win by two scores, I feel cloud nine. We want Bama. <laughs> I don't want to give away my pick later, but cloud nine might be right around the corner, my friend. Yeah. Uh, all right, so let's fly through our. Uh, did you agree with with most of those? Did you have any you'd throw in there? Any anyone any that I missed I'm just that you throw really in there? hesitant to put Wisconsin. Really, there. but that's that's a little biased because you're fandom and you don't want. Or do you really think like have they not impressed you? They, I'm, I mean, they're they're playing good. And scrubs, and of course. I but... like I like that. Like these are almost like our preseason games. Yes. You know, in in quotations, you guys can't see my air quotes, but. We have to play a real team. Always remember, though, how, how much worse those games could have been if JT plays four quarters. Yeah. That's something else I took into account here. Yeah. You could have won both those games potentially by 70-plus. Yeah. Against team, again, scrubs, but USF winning, beating them by 60, 70-plus. We beat them 49 That's impressive. Nothing. Was it 49? Yeah. And that then was, we beat Central Michigan 61 nothing. 61, yeah. So with JT playing three quarters. Yeah. Or four quarters. Watch out. Um, yes. Let's let's go. Uh, let's hide and watch. Did you get a chance to look at this? Did you put any in that you saw? Or, or? Uh, I did not put any in. All right. So you're just going to call me out because again this week? The, the ones I saw were just from that week because I was just watching that week. Just like, that one week. Um, Dobbins 
from uh, mm-hmm. Ohio State. Yeah. He, look, he looked phenomenal. He did. But it was just that game. One week. Yeah. 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 So, so, yeah, if, if there's any you call me out on, I think these are probably the consensus top five for the most part around the country. Um, so if there's any you disagree with as far as the the where they're at, where I have them. And I know there's already one you're going to disagree with. And the only reason I have them there is because of the bye week. I had to I had to take the production of other people during that week into consideration. So I still have Jalen Hurts as number one with 880 yards passing, nine touchdowns, zero interceptions, over 80% completion percentage, which was nuts through one game. It was nuts through two games. Now it's just absurd through three games. 373 rushing yards and four touchdowns, so 13 total touchdowns. I mean, he's – you were talking about cloud nine. He's playing on cloud nine right now. Yeah. It's, oh, yeah. It's ridiculous. And then on top of that, he I don't know if you saw that thing. He, he was asked after the game, you know, something about what you do after the game. He said, I went to the gym. And they were like, what? Like, why did you go to the gym after a game? He said, I just had some stuff on my mind. I wanted to work it out, working out at the gym. And he's like, what would you have on your mind? And he was like, getting more work in. I was like – the dude's a robot, dude. He just wants to get better and play football. Yeah. Like that's it. It's it's awesome. I like him a lot. So you want to go ahead with number two, or if whatever your number, number two, two would be. Uh, number two, uh. Yeah, is uh, Tua with a thousand and seven yards passing. Impressive. Twelve touchdowns passing. <laughs> More impressive. Zero interceptions. Seventy six point nine percent almost hit that seventy seven percent completion rate and one rushing touchdown. So also has 13, 13 touchdowns. Uh, yes. Total on the season. The only reason I have hurts above him right now, and I think probably most people do, is because of the rushing output. I think Tua only has like thirty or forty yards rushing. That extra three seventy three would put him, you know, past Tua as far as total yards from scrimmage. So, but th- th- they're to me they're neck and neck. I mean. If you're just looking based on pure yeah. quarterback, two is best in the yes. country right now. I mean, it's it's kind of hands down. Oh, best overall. He, be best hurts. overall would probably yeah. be Hurts. He's throwing the ball really well. He's running the ball really well. So, yeah. um, number two. Actually, why don't you go with number two? Because I want to talk about number four. Number two is Tua. Sorry. Why don't you talk about number three? Oh, okay. Because I want to talk about number Justin four. Justin Fields with 657 yards, nine touchdowns, zero interceptions, over 70% completion rate. 114 rushing yards and four rushing touchdowns. Also so 13. <laughs> another 13, yeah. It's just incredible. So another 13 touchdowns. Uh, the yardage is obviously not quite there for him. Right, but yeah, yeah, just, yeah. Just almost 800 yards when Hertz is thrown for over 800 yards. Yes, exactly. And then two so, is obviously over 1,000 with just right. passing the ball. Um, so Sam Ellinger, Texas quarterback. Texas is hit or miss, obviously, but... The dude is slinging the rock. Almost matched Tua with 956 yards passing, 11 touchdowns, zero picks, 73.2 completion percentage, and 121 rushing yards with a touchdown. So that's 12, just shy of those other guys. If you remember, I didn't even have him in my list last last week. Or the so past why do you have him shy of Fields? Shy of Fields? Um, simply, you want to know why? Because it's his first week on my list. Hmm. If he continues the production, I'll put him above Field easy. Because his, his yardage output is... Yardage is much more than fields. Completion percentage is much more than fields. Touchdowns is just shy. But like I said, it, it appears... Well, he's out-throwing fields. He is. In touchdowns. He is. And, well, and in yardage as well. I mean, he's out. He's just out-throwing fields in general. So, yeah, you're right. I. You want to put him up to three? I don't see why not. All right. We just made a decision here. Ellinger is up to... We've got, we got Sam Ellinger up at three... 
we dropped Justin Fields down. Are you sure you don't want to drop my five anywhere or, or bring him up anywhere? Put him above Fields, too. Perfect. So Fields, <laughs> five. Field, I'm fine with that. I can't. I can't. I'm going to leave him five. And, again, he's going to take. He's going to go back to four, three, maybe two after this week. Why are you shaking your head? Have, I'm so mad. I know you're nervous. It's too. not his fault. It's the schedule's fault. I know, and it's not like I'm dro- like I would never drop him off the list. If if there was other guys I wanted to put on here, I'd just make more room on the list. It's just <laughs> it's when when these guys are having this, you kind of have to take it into account, and and these guys will catch up to him because they'll all have bye weeks too. So, so again, on the Heisman watch is Jonathan Taylor. His stats have not changed since last week because he had a bye week, which was not his fault, which he would have produced if he had a game. So he's stuck in Britt's number five spot. But by next week, by golly, you can guarantee he'll move up. Eason's got him at like number one. In my heart. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, man. So those are our Heisman watch so far. We'll keep updating it every week. Uh, let's jump over to 3B's recap from last week. Not a great week for uh, us. Yeah, because in, in betting, you win some and you lose some. That's the whole point and of we a gamble. we were just winning, 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 yeah, winning, We were winning. on a high road, so we just went for it, and it was a nightmare. So let's let's backtrack to week one. We were both – we're going to do this out of nine because we, we do three games a week, and we bet three things on each game. Correct. So out of nine, both of the – through two weeks, we were both 16 correct – out of 18 we both only got one thing wrong each week yes for combined weeks so like i was 16 and 2 you were 16 and 2 yeah through two weeks incredible professional betters hit maybe 60 percent we're hitting what 90 percent close to 90 percent uh let's do the math while we're 16 divided by 18 is uh, 88.88 percent incredible we're professional better we're better than professional betters this week might have even us out a little bit. Not a good week. Oh my gosh! Well, Take us well, away. I'll have to uh, add them, tally them up, and see where it puts us percentage-wise. But uh, the first game we did was uh, ranked number twenty, Washington State at Houston. Uh, the spread was Washington State by nine and a half. Over/under was seventy-three. Uh, we each took Washington State to win, which they did. Uh, Britt took Houston in the points, and. Uh, Washington State won by seven. So Britt was correct there. I took Washington State. I was wrong. We both took the under, and we were both correct there. Perfect. So good. So I started pretty good. So I, I was well. I was two out of three. Britt was three for three there. Perfect. Okay, I like it. And then we move on to the uh, ranked <laughs> number twenty-one Maryland. Our demise at Temple. Wait, so it was one of our three Bs. I, I said yeah. earlier it wasn't. I correct that. I apologize. Uh, we had the same picks for this one. Uh, so Maryland was favored by seven. Over-under was 60, uh, 66 and a half. We each chose Maryland to win outright. Maryland in the points to cover the spread of seven. And both chose the over to score 67 or more points. Um, there was a total of 37 points scored. None of that hit, by the 20 way. 20 of them by Temple. So... Um, Temple won. <laughs> Temple covered, or yeah, Temple won in the points, and there was a huge under. So we won zero out of that. So right now I'm sitting two and six. Britt is three and six. Yikes. Yep. Good lord. And to further. How the do we pain, finish? I feel like we finished not terrible. Uh, you, sir. I finished terrible. No. I did. Oh, did you? Uh, yeah. 
Because the last game we have... No, maybe I finished better. <laughs> I think you did. Yeah, I was going to say. Right, number 19, Iowa at Iowa <laughs> yeah, State. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I chose... Or wait, let's go. Iowa was favored by 2.5 points. The over-under was 43.5. Uh, Britt took Iowa State. I took Iowa. Iowa won. Uh, Britt took Iowa State in the points. And I took Iowa in the points. Iowa won by one point. So Britt won the points there. And then Britt chose the over. I chose the under. The over-under was 43.5, and, and they scored a combined 35 points. Okay, so you went 2-3 and three on the last one. I went 1-3. and three. Yes. Oof. So over the day, I was 4 for 9. And over the day for Britt, he was also 4 for 9. Wait, really? Yeah, because you were 3 for 3 in the first, 0 oh for 3. What were you in the first? And 1 for 3. You were 2 for 3 in the first, though, so you were three. better than me. So you went 2-3, 0 oh for 3. Two for three. Oh, two, two, and I went, gotcha. I went You went three, three and one and one. Went two you went two and two. two. Okay. Yeah. So not great. So but still four nine. Still we're probably still on the season way above that sixty percent mark. So, so what's four? So we're 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 still the same. So we were six and and two, so now we're both twenty and twenty seven. Right? I did not do good math there. Oh <laughs> uh, holy crap. No, that's good. That was right. Yeah, 20 and 20, 20 divided by 27. No, 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 I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, 20 and 27. Yeah, we're good. Yeah. yeah. And that's 74%. We're solid. We're still professional better. We are still professional better. So we just sorry had a rough week. about the week. Sorry if you lost money. But we'll Take make it up it with up. our lawyers. We don't have lawyers. Um, we'll make it up to you this week. Yep. We'll make it up to you this week. Not so, a problem. So, especially and in the NFL. How are NFL we going to do that? How are we going to do it? Let's, let's see what, what games we got this week. We got some easy ones, I'm it's sure. It's a good, uh, psych, <laughs> hardest week of the, yeah, of, of the year. Yeah, because there's no ranked matchups last week. And there is nothing but ranked matchups this week. So we're going to start up. I'm going to let you start the first one off. This is this has got you written all over it. Uh, it has University of Wisconsin-Madison written all over it. Hello. Uh, so we have uh, Michigan, uh, Big Blue. Number 11. Coming to... Camp Randall Number on Wisconsin. 13. Let's go, baby. Wait, so they are going to Wisconsin. Yes. Why did someone say today that it's in Michigan? I, I want to make sure it was. that I, they made a mistake. I think so. Cause no, I, I know so. It's in Camp Randall. Okay, cool. Cool. Because I want to make, because I wrote this down. I want to make sure I had it right. Yeah. Okay, cool. It's, yeah, it's Wisconsin home game. Perfect. And, um, so Wisconsin, wait, did you, yeah, you already, sorry, sorry. Yeah, little, Wisconsin's favored by three and a half. And the over-under is 43.5. So Wisconsin being ranked uh, two lower is without the home field advantage is technically favored by half a point. The neutral field? Do they neutral do three points field, for college as well? Y- y- typically, now, again, that's, not a, that's just a rule of thumb. It's not exact, but yes. So on a neutral field, this would be you being a .5 favorite. Woo-wee. And on... And, and, at at Michigan, you'd be a two and a half point underdog, so it is a close matchup. Uh, well, no matter what, I have to go Wisconsin. I just have to because so I'm, taking Wisconsin went out right. I'm I'm a terrible fan, and I always want my team to win. Do they win by more than three? Uh, I think it matters if they win by more than three and a half. It does, but obviously. <laughs> <shut up. laughs> um. Uh, yikes! I feel like this game's gonna come down to a field goal, but I'm on all sorts of high right now, and I want Wisconsin to win by more than that. So, Wisconsin to cover. Over under forty three and a half. 
Over under 43 and a half. Jeez, I feel like I feel like we could really go off and score a ton. And 43 and a half is a 23-20 game. I feel like Oh that that's a good spread. Or that's a good that's a good over under right there. That's a good over under. Are you taking? Uh to win by more than three and a half, it has to be over. So Easton's taking Wisconsin to win, Wisconsin to cover, and the over. Britt is not going to stall at all. Wisconsin wins. Wisconsin covers easily. Wisconsin wins 31-10. to 10. And take it back. Ooh, okay, hold on. 31-13, to 13, giving them the over. Okay. Is that what you said? Yeah, Wisconsin. Oh. Wisconsin. The reason I said I, and, and I didn't fully over. agree. Yeah, sorry. The reason I was thinking I didn't fully agree because I was about to take the under with 30, 31 to ten, but then I was like, no, I'll, I'll give I'll give Michigan a little more. I think you win handily. I love this game, love this matchup. But we'll see. They could have struggled last week with who was it Army? Yeah. Two overtimes, and then they could come in and just be a different ball club because it's a Big Ten game. So we'll see. I feel good about that pick though. Game number two of our three Bs, number eight, Auburn, at number 17, Texas A&M. A&M is favored by four, and the over-under is 47.5. You know what? This is tough because I really do think Texas A&M is good. They played Clemson tough, and I think Auburn is still kind of getting used to their, their freshman quarterback. That being said, oh, man, I'm going to take Auburn. And the points. I'm going to take Auburn to win. And I'm going to take the under. What say you, Easton? Um, I think that that win by Bo Nix was too crazy and was a fluke. I think he needs to get, get himself right. I'm going A&M. A&M to cover in the under. All right. So we're both taking the under, but complete opposites on the game itself. Uh, moving on, you want to take care of our last 3B? I will. It is number seven, Notre Dame, who still doesn't belong to a conference. <laughs> you are so mad about that. Uh, Logan sides with me, so that's two out of three. I'm not so saying I'm not mad about it. I okay. just think it's funny how mad you All guys right, are about it. So we've it. got the Independence at no, ranked number three, Georgia. Georgia is favored by 13 and a half. The over-under is 56. Um, I do believe Georgia will win. I don't think they will cover, and I'm going to go with the under. Yeah, I agree 100%. I'm going to take Georgia to win. Um, I'm going to take Georgia to win outright. Notre Dame in the points, so Georgia will not cover. The over-under is tough. These are two really good offenses. I'm gonna take. Ooh, 56 though. That's a. I'm gonna take the over. So a little difference there as well. I'll take the over. Notre Dame about it. Notre Dame in the points. Georgia to win and the over. Yeah, it's an because then I want to broke it down. It's like 28 to 28. Like this could potentially be a 33 28 game or 34. So very well could be. Yeah. So I'll I'll take the over there. So yeah, that's all we got. You got anything else to finish up with today? On Wisconsin. 
on Wisconsin. It's all about the can't say it yet. I don't feel good saying it yet, so I'm not going to finish that. Uh, we love you guys. Hit us up at Take It Leave It BH. Now that we'll have two episodes, we can do a little bit more mailbag. Hopefully, get at you with another uh, inquiries from New Hampshire next week. Yeah, splitting into Hit your two, boy. We be able to. Yes, yes, because splitting into two, we definitely should be able to. Um, maybe even one per episode if he has some for college and NFL. We probably try to keep him to one of the. Probably try to keep them on our Thursday episode. I like it there. But anyways, hit us up at Take It, Leave It, BH. We love you guys. That's all we got. You can take it or leave it. Peace. Take it or leave it.